Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This week, Chelsea and I watched the final two episodes of Season 3B, Snowdrifts and There's No Place Like Home. As always, we will start with a synopsis, though as you can probably tell by now, this episode will be a bit different than usual. Zelina's death at the hands of Rumpel has triggered a time portal now that her pendant's magic has been untethered. Emma and Hook end up in the past, right where Snow and Charming first encounter one another, but Emma, attempting to get a closer look at Snow, accidentally interferes and prevents the fateful encounter from ever happening. Emma and Hook are now forced to intervene and decide to go to Rumpel for help. He'll find a way to send them back, and they'll fix the space-time continuum. Through a series of events involving Emma distracting Pook, our time travelers end up in Midas's ball to assist Snow in stealing Charming's ring. As Snow is escaping the castle, somehow without the ring, Emma tackles a knight to save her mother's life and is captured by Regina. Despite Hook and Charming mounting a rescue, Emma escapes the jail cell and breaks out another prisoner during the escape. Regina captures Snow, and the heroes watch as Regina throws her fireball and encases Snow in fire, presumably killing Emma's mother and getting her revenge. Later, when a bug starts pestering them, Charming realizes Snow used the Dark Fairy Dust on herself. Blue arrives and transforms Snow back into herself. Snow once again robs Charming and heads towards the Troll Bridge, where the two recreate their encounter with the trolls, but this time Snow doesn't have the Fairy Dust to use. Snow improvises and saves Charming, bluffing the dust and putting the two back on their original path. Emma, against Hook's wishes, decides to bring the freed prisoner back through the portal, but Rumpel believes they're a threat to his future and decides to lock them in his vault with no doors. After realizing Storybrooke is her home, Emma is able to regain her magic and open up the portal as she, Hook, and Marin return home. After Hook reveals that he traded the Jolly Roger to bring Emma back, she decides she in the end wants to be with Hook, and at Granny's, the prisoner is revealed to be Robin's long-dead wife, Maid Marin as Emma has recreated her mother's mistake and potentially ruined Regina's chance to be happy with Robin. At the time portal, a vase opens and a magical figure appears, casting Frogen magic and revealing herself to be Elsa. Chelsea, did this episode live up to the hype as your favorite episode from the series? It did. <sighs> yeah, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> so glad you do this normally, not I. <laughs> that was an especially long one, so... Yep. Um, yes, this is still my favorite episode. Um, whenever I rewatch the show, I binge super hard until I get to this episode. Like, sometimes I will watch, like, ten episodes in a day to get to these two episodes. Um, I love stories about time travel in general and exploring the idea of, like, destiny and fate, which is interesting because I'm not really sure I believe in that. I was going to ask. I didn't think you believed in those concepts. It's similar to Outlander, actually, in that... Like, you can try to change things, but, like, destiny always kinds of find, kind of finds a way. Um, and you see that happen in this episode. Um, and I love the story of Emma finding a home all the way from the flashback to Neil to leaving Storybrooke. So since this is your favorite episode, I think we should do it a little different. And we're going to let you go first. And you will dominate most of the first conversation. And then we'll have a second conversation where I talk more. I think this is an interesting approach that will be weird, but fine. I think you can do it. I think that it's interesting that you think that you talk more than I do during the discussion. I don't think it's necessarily about more, but your take... You think that you dominate me in the discussion. I wouldn't say dominate you in the discussion. (laughs) I would say if you listen back, my rants are a little longer than yours typically. So it's like two for That's because I'm a reasonable human. Get out. (laughs) This is my house. You heard what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay, so you just want me to start talking. I'll I'll jump in a little bit. (laughs) I'll I'll save my 
dominating points for later. I see. Okay. Um, well, I ordered this chronologically. Um, so I started with the flashbacks from Emma's past. So are you talking about the kid flashback or the Neil flashback? Both, but starting with the kid flashback. Um, okay. I can't believe, like, it's so sad when you're watching that little girl get into the car and you, like, think it's Emma and then it's not Emma. And then that woman that runs this, like, orphanage is like, oh, don't worry, Emma, you're going to find a home, too. It's like, Emma's, like, 14. Nobody's going to adopt her. Like, don't be lying to the kid, lady. I thought this might be us learning that story where she was given back. Yeah, I thought it might be that, too. I think that would have been more interesting. Instead, it's just her watching another kid leave, which I'm assuming I mean, she's it's, seen over it's about over. how she, like, can't find a home. Like, I get it. It wasn't a bad flashback. It just it could have been a lot more interesting. Um, I mean, it was short, so fine. Yeah. Um, little Disney Disney product placement there with the Minnie Mouse. Uh, Mickey stuffy. Mouse? It's Minnie, I think. No, it's definitely Mickey. It's Mickey? Yeah, it's Mickey. Minnie always has a pink bow. Minnie does not always have a pink bow. To my knowledge, Minnie always has a pink bow. And Mickey is the one with the suspenders, I believe. Yeah. That I'm was Mickey. pretty sure it was Minnie. I'll guess. Google it. Okay, we can test please, this while you continue do. to converse. Um, and then we get to the other flashback of Emma. Um, it, it appears to be her first date with Neil, maybe, um, after they meet inside the stolen car. <laughs> I'm not actually sure when. I, I know it's 2001 in Portland. It seems like they don't know each other that well at that but point. But it's pretty far away. Because remember, they know each other in Tallahassee, and this is all the way across Well, no, the they go to Tallahassee. I assumed that. I guess I just assumed no, they No, but there. remember, she, like, they point on the map, and then they decide to go to Tallahassee. Uh, or they don't actually even make it there. She goes by herself. We never found Tallahassee. Um, Did we not know where they were location-wise previously? I assumed it was Arizona, because that is where she goes to jail. That would make sense. But I think maybe they travel to where the watches are. I think they, like, travel around a lot. Okay. Okay. As Bonnie and Clyde style. In a yellow bug. Yeah. Um, I love how they try to make Emma look younger by putting glasses on her. That just like always works. I mean, I guess that's, that's what they do in the other flash, in the Tallahassee flashback as well. Um, And they both, they've got them both in early 2000s clothes. All right. It's Mickey. Roger's right. Oh, don't you smile like that. Uh, Neil looks like such a slob in like early grunge clothing. Um, they attempt that he doesn't even look younger. He doesn't look younger at all. They do nothing. Do you still find him attractive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when you said stop, I was like, but you still really like him. Yeah, he's real attractive. Yeah, no. Um, and they have kind of that sweet conversation where he attempts to tell her about his past without revealing all of the crazy shit that's happened in his past. I left a screwed up situation and it kind of screwed me up. So I feel like most of the time when you've been in a relationship, there's like some past and you're like, you just want to understand. And the person's like, well, I will. You just have to give me a chance. You won't understand this. This doesn't make sense. You're not going to get it. I've seen the backstory and I don't sure I understand it. So he's not wrong. In like, no, you can, no. Yeah. I really can't explain this to you. Um, well, I, mean, I think he took the heart of the story out and told her what was important to him, at least about the story. I mean, he, yeah, it, he's he's lying, but it's it is still honesty of yeah. the heart. It's not. It's just a lie yeah. Of the well, words. and he talks a lot about how things weren't always bad with his dad. Like mm-hmm. he he loved Rumple. You know what the interesting part about this is that he never really talks about his mother. Yeah. He just doesn't think about her at all. No, he, is... he doesn't think about her at all. Yeah. Um, because like most of the characters do talk about how they have been abandoned. He never mentions how his mother abandoned him, other than when he's mad at Hook. Like he just yeah. seems to not care. That's true. Um, and we, we learn that 
what we had heard Emma say earlier that you you know when you've got a home when there's this feeling that you can't shake and you just miss it when you leave that place and that really stuck with Emma and she has never felt that anywhere what a conversation to be had later in this episode okay. you're not I'm not disagreeing with anything that you said okay it's just that her behavior is, is I feel like I've seen flashes of that before and they make it seem like she's never felt that and it feels mm. like she's shown that previously yeah no I think that's true um, okay, then we cut to Storybrooke. Well, not then, but chronologically, then we cut to Storybrooke. Um, and Charming, Snow, and Emma are in the loft. And Emma's kind of teasing them about how they haven't named the baby yet. Um, we get some of those funny lines about, like, you're not going to hold him over the clock tower like the Lion King, are you? Honestly, tell me that wouldn't be badass. <laughs> this is our baby! Well, he is the next king? the prince of the realm yeah that's what i'm saying like technically of the realm of storybrooke which snow rules <laughs> does regina rule it or does i think regina rules it i'm so confused yeah i don't know monarchy makes no sense to me <laughs> in storybrooke everyone is a prince and princess a day's ride has become a day's um, a minute's walk <laughs> uh, hey where's midas in storybook we never seen him mm-hmm Hadn't seen him in a while here, but I don't think I ever see him in Starbrook. He's not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Turning shit into gold? I mean, why would you pass up that opportunity? <laughs> Hook's wildly inappropriate lines is one of my favorite ongoing threads. He says the weirdest shit about him. <laughs> he does it all the time, too. Yeah, he does. And, and like he's literally like, yeah, why would you give that up? And she's like, hey! <laughs> it's great. <laughs> You made a good point, though. It would have been really funny if he then tried to go hit on Catherine. It would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm like, well, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> Who needs to hunt for gold when uh, you can just make it? I mean, he's a pirate. He loves booty. That's true. And your dad can make infinite amounts of it. <laughs> like, He can. Yeah. Um, and... Henry reveals that he's been looking for apartments, and for some reason, Emma is surprised by that. It's like she's tried to convince herself that Henry also wants to go back to New York, which is ridiculous. Actually, I believe there was a conversation where Hook told her that he wants to stay, and she responded with, yeah, but he also likes ice cream and chicken wings. Like, she made it seem like his feelings didn't matter. Remember That's I true. said... No, she said he likes chocolate milk in his cereal. Yeah. Like, okay, he well, he... He ice cream and chicken wings. I might have been talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the point was, is that, like, she says, like, yeah, he may want that, but he doesn't know what's good for him. Yeah. She does not actually care whether he wants to say or not. It's bullshit. I'm yeah. sorry, what? What did you just say? It's bullshit. I don't know why you think that I just, like, defend Emma when she's being ridiculous. As we've said in our previous episode, you have a talent. I don't. I think I logically call when she's being ridiculous and when she's not. I think you're the one that has a vendetta against Emma. Well, yeah, she sucks. She does not suck. Sometimes she sucks and sometimes she doesn't, just like most people. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you have a vendetta against Emma. I do. I have a vendetta against that she sucks. I see. Anyway, keep going. Um, and then we we catch her, Robin and Regina, having a very romantic moment in Regina's office for some reason. <laughs> so I'm never clear on the location because I thought at first this was her house. I also thought that. But when you, like, the way the couch yeah. is positioned and then there's, like, this big table in the background. Like, I'm pretty sure they're in her office. 
I'm like, now I'm wondering, has her office been in, like, does she have an office in her house as well? It wouldn't be unreasonable. She probably does have an office in yeah. her house. Yeah. Maybe. So I guess... <laughs> It's just all decorated exactly the same way. Well, if they asked her to leave town hall, I could see that she just decorated her home office like the town hall and said, like, fine, I'll just make it, I'll recreate it here. She's still, well, I guess we don't, we haven't really had mayoral issues recently. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they haven't discussed... Yeah, we haven't, like, talked about it. Other than when she's covering about Henry. It's the only time they really mention the mayor. Like, he says, Madam Mayor, and then Uh she's like, oh, uh," you know, after he says, you let him what? And then she... But yeah, that's not discussed much. Um, And then this is the first time that Regina tells Robin that about how Tinkerball showed her that he is her true love. Mm -hmm. Or her destiny. Tinkerbell definitely says she's her true. He, she's he's her true love. I don't know that Tinkerbell says it. I think what Tinkerbell said was, "This is a spell to lead you to your true love." Okay. And then the spell went right to the man with the lion tattoo. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest part of this is that for the first time that I can recall, Regina says Daniel was killed because of her, and does not say because of Snow White. Yeah, which is interesting because she says because of me because he loved me, which is true. Which is true. Um. But it's, this isn't, of the many things Regina should accept responsibility for, like, she didn't cause Daniel's death. Like, I understand that if he didn't know her, he wouldn't have died, but. No, she did, but not for this reason. Like you've said many a times, run. (laughs) Yeah, run away. Why didn't you run away? You told the girl, they caught you, get the fuck out. So she did cause a death. Yeah. Um, It's sad. They kind of have a moment about how Robin also thought he would never find love again. And felt that it was his fault that his wife died. Foreshadowing. Yeah. It's all right, though, because, I mean, honestly, what's the chances that someone's going to bring your dead wife through a time portal? I mean, you can't account for that. And no one would be reckless enough to do that. (laughs) You have to be some stupid, reckless, irresponsible girl to do that. Um, Vendetta, my ass. She sucks. I didn't say that. That wasn't (laughs) stupid. Um, And then we cut to Rumpel and Belle, who... Man, Rumpel is, like, laying the trust on thick in this scene. I So I don't understand his play here. All you had to do was you've, you've established to Belle that you want her to trust you and she doesn't want the power. Just take it back and say, okay, I understand, honey. And then you take the dagger. The lies and circle is complete. We're here. We're good. You're in the clear, man. I know. I don't really understand. Or just, like, don't keep laying it on so thick. Well, no, if you're <laughs> going to keep I will say this to, to defend his actions as much as you hate me defending Rumpel. If you don't want people to know where your actual dagger is, pretending like someone else has the dagger is a smart play. Because sure. as we've seen, other people have Curbing the homicidal tendencies. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, like, he was just enslaved for an entire no, half yeah. season. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Like, I, I want... But I think he should probably let Belle in on the deception. Like, hey, I want you to carry the fake, and then I'm going to keep it somewhere where none of us can find it. Would have been the better move, but, you know, whatevs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're they're planning their little wedding, which is kind of adorable. They look so happy. For some reason, Belle has forgiven her piece of shit father. I fundamentally don't understand. Like, he makes a good point. Like, the man who kidnapped you and went to erase your memories to over the town line because he didn't want you. And she's like, yeah, I've forgiven him. <laughs> and somehow he's, like, given them his blessing. Which, like, I'm not saying that, like, he shouldn't now, like, think Rumpel is a good person. But, like... That doesn't fit with Mo French at all. I don't understand who this person is that Bella's speaking of. More importantly, 
why does Mo French get to even be here? Yeah, he shouldn't get to be here. Like, I, this, this is, again, this is the beginning of Dumbbell to me. You cannot tell me that what he did to you as your father is worse than anything Rumpel has ever going to do to you. And you forgave him and was like, eh, well, you know, he can come to my wedding. We're good. There's no books at their wedding, but her fucking piece of shit father gets to come. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> also, that wedding isn't official. I know, yeah, there's no second witness. But who would you bring? It would have been Neil. Regina? I doubt that. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely the person that Rumpel is closest to. Belle? I know, does I, not I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Like, and Ruby? Be- I don't know who Belle's friends are. Belle's friends with Ruby. Then maybe Ruby would be the best choice. But that'd be weird to be giving, like, to be Rumpel. Like, usually you have to be someone who's close with Rumpel. It doesn't matter. It just has to be two people. I I know, but traditionally in a wedding, it's somebody who's important on both sides. It kind of actually highlights how alone Rumpel is. Pongo? (laughs) If he can give evidence in a murder trial, he can sign a document. (laughs) He witnessed the marriage occur. I almost think Emma might be the best choice. Yeah. She knows Neil, at least, and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was a really weird wedding. And she's not even wearing a wedding dress. She's wearing, like, a coat. I mean, outside. I I mean, a lot of people don't wear wedding dresses to informal weddings. Really? Yeah. No, no, I've never seen an informal wedding. (laughs) Yeah, that was a very normal thing to wear to an outside wedding that has one attendee. (laughs) (laughs) Also, always happy to see Archie. Always happy to see Archie. I feel like uh, officiant is a good role for Archie. Not as good as when he was the officiant of the town hall and he made that great joke that no one appreciated. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. That was before he woke up, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was during the uh, sheriff's debate. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we cut to a party at Granny's. And Henry is reading the book. Yeah. Henry's reading the book. Yeah. Because he's re- isn't he reading the story to his uncle? Yeah, he's reading the story to his uncle. He is his uncle, yes. Uh, and he's also... Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I know where you're going now. Don't do that. No. Step-grandson. <laughs> I know. Wait, no. sorry, sorry. Step... No. So technically Snow White is his stepsister... This is uncomfortable. So, yeah, step. But, wait, that's his step nephew then? Yeah, step nephew. No, <laughs> that's his uncle and his step nephew. Yes, so no, his uncle and his step nephew. This is wrong. <laughs> oh my god, that's nuts. I think I just had an aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> um. That just—I feel like cheating in good place. That—that that right there, that just broke me. <laughs> I somehow saw <laughs> the time knife. <laughs> yeah, I hear your point. But I just saw the time knife. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a, we get some good Emma quips in this episode. She's like making fun of her parents. Like, are you sure you want the first thing he knows that his parents met during an armed robbery? And Snow responds, "I wasn't armed." I like how that's the part. <laughs> I wasn't armed. Yeah, not the part that you robbed him. It was just that you weren't of armed. Also, Abigail's there, which is interesting. And she doesn't get to talk. I know. Also, we see Aurora there, too, and she also doesn't get to talk. You oh, don't even remember seeing her. I don't even it was remember. so quick. Wow. 
Well, I, I do remember uh, Grumpy mentions it was great that she wasn't a flying, flying monkey because she would have had a flying monkey right. baby. Right, right, right. So I don't know if biology works like that, but I'm unclear on that one. Did her pregnancy transfer into her being transformed into a flying monkey? Well, later we will we will learn about someone that was impregnated while as a creature and they gave birth to a creature. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that's who they were, though. Like, fundamentally, that's, that's true. who they were that's all true. the time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was interesting, though, like, Abigail's there, like, hey, Snow, at the coronation for our baby, I need to bring my ex-fiancé? I think it's just, like, everybody gets to be here. It's party of grannies for everybody. Everybody important. <laughs> and my ex-fiancé is one of those people who... Yeah. I don't know. They get along okay. I don't know. Do they? Yeah. After I, the events of season so. one? I think they're fine. I think everything is fine. Um, <laughs> everything is fine. We're good. <laughs> everything is fine. Okay. Um, Hook makes a snide comment about Emma going back to New York. Did he make a snide comment? Well, I mean, it was an accurate comment. I, don't know I was like, I don't. It, I didn't feel snide. It just felt like it was a. He was kind of inserting it in a hook, like as if it were a joke. Like, yes. Like hook, like completing a sentence or saying something under his breath. So in that way, it's like a snide comment. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't. He didn't say anything that was untrue. Yeah. Um. But Emma got real mad that he said. And that. so did Regina. I can't believe that Emma just thinks that she can take Henry without talking to Regina. I can't. You can't yeah. because MSX is yes! what I'm going to say. She's the fucking worst. <laughs> well, that, I mean, honestly, nothing about that, though, is out of character for her. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that's right. Which I, I did bring a point. I was like, legally, you're not his mother. Mm-hmm. Like, legally, Regina is the mother, which means you really shouldn't be able to make this call at all. Now, we can make an argument about like all the crazy shit Regina's done. Yeah. probably make her lose a custody battle. Though, Emma's kidnapping wouldn't help her either. <laughs> like, I don't know who wins this battle. And, I mean, Henry is old enough. To, to not decide, but have a say. And in, he would say, I want to stay here. Yeah. yeah. And logically, any court would be like, well, all of his family is here. Like, yeah. Even if Regina isn't unfit, the Charming certainly are fit. Yeah. So, well, I don't... I, it's also interesting that, like, Emma's not saying, like, we're never going to come visit. But, like, they, ne- she also never... They never say that. Well, Emma is implying that she doesn't want to be here. Yeah. I'm sick of being a savior. And, like, her whole thing is I want to leave this place and not look back. So it is <laughs> she is said saying that. And then she literally runs away from her problems and runs out the door. <laughs> and for some reason, Hook thinks that he is the right person to go talk to her. He is the right person yeah, to go talk to her. I mean, you're right. <laughs> it's almost like she just got proposed to. <laughs> and then she runs away. <laughs> um... And then somehow they end up at the sheriff's station. Oh, Hook and Emma aren't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hook and okay. Emma are in the park. Okay, yeah. So they go to the sheriff's station to investigate because they see that the time portal is Well, because Henry goes, uh, Grandpa? <laughs> He's like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go to, they're like, oh, God, that's Selena's portal. They go to see if Selena's there, and she's not, of mm-hmm. course. Um, beta Max. <laughs> I know. I wrote VCR. <laughs> I don't even know what a beta, is it just called a Betamax player? Oh, no. So you know what Betamax is. Right? I know what Betamax is, but I don't, like, what do you play a Betamax in? Like, a, I, I want to say it's a Betamax, like, tape or something like that. But like, the tape is called a Betamax. No, I'm pretty sure. I'll look it up, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that it is. Because that was the big debate back then. Also, I'm really impressed that you were able to find a picture of the Mickey from that episode while Googling it. Really? Yeah, that's not an easy thing to find. It is when you know what you're doing. <laughs> that one time in Once Upon a Time when there was a flashback to Emma. All and I did Orbanage. was put in Mickey Mouse doll from Snowdrifts. 
And it literally popped it right up. Wow. Yeah. Well, I may be an unreasonable human. I am good with computers. Mm. Okay. Um, why was Betamax a failure? <laughs> yeah. Why indeed? Um, it is called both. It is a recording and a cassette. Format. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the Betamax, we put the Betamax in the Betamax. <laughs> um, but they find out that she's not there. And then Charming instantly is like, oh, well, we have tape here. And Rumple's like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second here. I don't buy that the Dark One didn't consider a video recorder right there. I know. Like, what if he wasn't here while this was happening? I know. But he wouldn't have done that. He would have, like, walked in and been like, oh, yeah. Well, and, like, what person wouldn't assume that yeah. there were cameras on... He's the... been in this place before. He's been locked in the cell yeah, before. That's Rumpel, got, maybe Rumpel they... got dumb. And then, <laughs> I, like, I would get it if these were new cameras that they had just installed. But since it's Betamax, we know they're not new. Yeah. I'm also, sure. they also left her by herself. They didn't think maybe keep a guard around? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Snow herself got out. Like, <sighs> they all got dumb here. Um... My favorite part is when Rumple is like, well, like, Belle has my dagger, so, like, obviously I didn't do it. And Regina, queen of badly lying and knowing when others are badly lying, is like, no. Well, the thing is, it isn't a bad lie. It is the truth that they know. (laughs) He's all he, he's doing what I do to you guys in Secret Hitler. Well, yeah, if this is what happened, this must must be true. And you're like, yeah, that happened. Roger, I I think you should explain what Secret Hitler is, so that doesn't sound super fucking hard. Ah, okay, that's fair. Secret Hitler is a deception game, kind of like Werewolf or Mafia, where the bad guys try to get Hitler and the fascists elected. We're not playing a game where we're just trying to be Nazis, even though I guess that is the part of the game, but it's a social deduction game. Yeah. Roger is not a fascist, just just so we're clear. Well, I haven't revealed if I am or not. Oh, oh geez. Okay. Um, hey, say what you want about Mussolini, but he kept the trains on time. <laughs> okay. You never heard that quote? Yes, I have heard that quote before. Um. All right. So Rumple kind of does some magic and good magic, by the way. I know. Like off to the side, no one notices it. So like Regina can feel and sense magic. She doesn't sense that he uses magic, right? Well, here. and they do all go like, whoa, 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 what happened? And Charming quickly dismisses it, like, oh, it's old. I mean, it's a Betamax yeah. player. But but then they show her just like doing the thing of like, Zelina would just kill herself like that. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's okay, because as we know, evidence can never be tampered with. Never. You can never tamper with evidence. Third murder investigation, and our heroes are 0 for 3 here. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, and I can't even remember who said this, but a trip to the past could have catastrophic repercussions. Rumple. Okay, cool. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Indeed, Rumple. It's all right. Luckily, all of our heroes will learn that lesson. Um, and then we cut to Hook and Emma on the what I call the sad bench. That's where that's where oh. people go when they're sad. I really they like sit that on the sad park, bench. Though. Yeah, it is the sad <laughs> bench, though. You're right. Because that's where. Um, well, no, didn't Henry and Regina have that really sweet conversation out there? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it's not just the sad okay. bench. It's usually the sad it's bench. It's the um, emotional conversation bench. I like that. <laughs> it's, instead of the tree of regret, it's the bench of mourning. Yes. The bench of emotion. Yes, because that's also where Emma tells Henry that his father died. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of in that. Yeah. Um, and Hook is really trying to get Emma to bring down her walls. And he's pretty successful, actually, in many situations throughout this episode. Um, Not right here. Well, 
he gets her to explain what's wrong, like why she wants to leave so bad. And she says, I don't see my family here. I see fairy tales and stories of princes and princesses. I was never a part of any of this. You don't think that's part of a wall? I think it's a kind of bullshit excuse. But it's true. Like, we see it's true. The past the is... The, the past she wasn't a part of, but she has been a part of their life no, for the past yes, two seasons. That's like, accurate. So it's like the the lie is more so the like, well, because they have this enchanted history without me, I'm not a part of it. It's like, well, cool, but you've been a part of it since you mm-hmm. broke the curse. <laughs> since you had to find the dark one so that you could learn how to kill the Wicked Witch or whatever that funny line was that she yeah. said. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, time... Uh, Time battles across realms and other stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she repeats that Neil line. Home is the place when you leave. You just miss it. And she says, so I'm going to keep running until I feel that. That, I did not like that line. That line didn't make sense to me because we saw at the end of 3A how much she missed this place. Uh-huh. She talks about how, like, she didn't want to go and she was forced to leave and how much she loved this place. Now I'm supposed to believe that those feelings went away once your memories came back? No, that's true. That's just inconsistent to me. Yeah. Um, and she even said... I'm supposed to be the one who brings back the happy endings. Like she seemed to have been accepting it in that moment in time. Emma get... often accepts things in a dire situation. Sure, but to unaccept them is strange. She does that a lot too. I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I'm simply saying it's strange. Um, I do love her delivery. Like they're having this serious conversation on the bench. And you read it as her trying to get away from Hook, which, fine, I agree with that. But I love her, like, looking over, seeing the fucking time portal, and being like, what the hell is that? Like, I'm done with this shit. I just killed the Wicked Witch. Like, God damn it. I, I think you're both correct in that she's like, this. This is what I'm sick of. Yeah. And also, like, I'd much rather go deal with a potential time portal yeah. than have an emotional conversation. Yeah. I'll, I think I'll both emo- are true. Well, don't sit on the emotional bench. Yeah, if you're man. on the emotional bench, that's on you, man. Um, they go to the, the time portal, uh, and they get sucked in. First off, I, I could have sworn when we've seen portals interacted with before, they didn't have like tornado-like properties where they sucked you in. Because they don't suck in, I like... I mean, the one with Rumpel and Bay is like that. And the one with... Well, no, Rumpel, or Bay tries to go jump in, and then Rumpel is trying to stop him. Is right, that... but Rumpel is also almost being sucked in. Well, yeah, because, but I mean, like... Rumpel tries to change his mind, and then so they're already going into it. Whereas, like, they didn't act like they were way outside of it, and a tornado grabbed them basically and pulled them in. Neil gets sucked into the portal. No, he too. gets shot and yeah. falls, I thought, into yeah, it. Yeah, but he's like, Emma is falling, and then he tries to save her, and she can't hold him. You mean he tries to he save fa- her? Or she yeah. tries to save him? Well, both. He tries to save her because she's holding onto the pipe or something and it like breaks and then yeah. she falls and he tries to grab her and then he somehow falls in well she has to let go yeah yeah i don't know it did, but like tomorrow doesn't get sucked in tomorrow would have been within the range at that point that that thing should have grabbed her i don't know portals are weird sometimes they close quickly sometimes when you're fighting at the lady of the lake they just stay it just open. stays open for hours maybe it's <laughs> until they've completed their mission like they have to take someone through and then once they do they close yeah, I wonder what would have happened if they had just, like, thrown a rock or something. <laughs> Been like, is that... Did it... Are you good? We good? <laughs> or, like, maybe you take one of the flying monkeys and just chuck them in. One of the flying... There's no more flying monkeys. Oh, that's right. No Walsh is somewhere, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's probably back to being Walsh. 
Well, he died. Did he die? Actually, yeah. What happened when he fell off of the building? He disappeared into a cloud of smoke? Which is what we saw when Hook was shooting the flying monkeys, but it didn't kill him. It just, they just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just went back to being a huckster. He's somewhere. He's, He's somewhere in New York around. just hustling, folks. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, then we go to the Enchanted Forest. Uh, I love how they introduce you. They use the t- the Snow White Bandit posters in the same way that they always do to, like, orient you to time. And Emma actually even recognizes it as the case. Some clever one-liners from Hook here. I'm sure real estate is much more reasonable here in the Enchanted Forest than in New York. Not wrong, Hook. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean... Real estate might be real expensive if your choice is hovel or castle. That's true. That's true. It might be. Um, and then Emma starts talking about Back to the Future. And Hook is just, like, deliberately confused. Uh, I don't think he's deliberately. Like, he would have no clue who the no, hell Marty McFly is. I know, is. but she's, like, explaining it. And then and then he goes, "What was he some sort of wizard? <laughs> Marty McFly is a wizard. In fairness, she describes it as the kid with the DeLorean and the lightning. That implies... Wizardry. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Can't explain what a movie is to you. I'm sorry. Um, and that gives her an idea that they should go talk to Rumble. Because he is a wizard. Mm-hmm. The most powerful in all the realms. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Hook didn't immediately go, bad idea. I think it, I think he probably realized, only idea. I mean, Blue. She doesn't have the power to do that. Do we know that? Yeah. She might have a magic bean. She gave one to Bay. That's true. She said it was the last one, Roger. That bitch lies all the time. <laughs> Except for when necessary. It's the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, Regina shows up and starts torturing villagers. Appropriately. She holds a villager in front of them and says that she's going to kill that villager. I thought about this. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Regina got it right. And I was she like, what is it. wrong with me that I now identify torture by right and wrong? She's also wearing a good costume. Yeah, it's funny. At first you were like, meh, and then they showed the pants. And then you're like, I just like, really like costume. the pants. I also like the hat. We don't like usually that. see hats like like that. No. She's often wearing like a fascinator, which is a tiny hat. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, but, yeah. It kind of, she reminded me of someone going out for brunch. But instead of going out for like mimosas and breakfast, she was going out for torturing and info. She looks like a British lady going to a garden party, but it's in the winter instead of in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else on the scene that you want to talk about? Emma's dumbass move to try to, try, to go. I know. The worst. The I underst- worst. I understand the impulse. But, like, once Hook stops you and reminds you why it's important, like, you gotta stop. Also, like, you just heard Rumpel say, changing the past could have dire consequences. The fuck is wrong with you? She wasn't there for that, but yeah. <laughs> I thought she was there for that. Yeah, Ooh. they were all in the diner together, weren't they? Didn't he say it at the... He says it in the jail. Oh, I thought he said it in the yeah. diner. Okay. <laughs> she she missed the she missed she missed school that day and she didn't learn the lesson. I thought he says it when they open the time port and they all see it together. I He's, thought that she's not there. Charity ran she away. She already took off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I. This is like the beginning of like Emma just being fucking dumb. It's honestly it very much reminds me of Snow White. Don't do this thing. I'm gonna do it anyway. But she doesn't do it once he tells her not to do it. Except for at the end when she does it. <laughs> you can't say she doesn't do it when no, she does she it. No, she does do that. Yeah. She doesn't do anything here. 
True. Don't pick up the box, Snow. <laughs> this could be a trap. Picks it up anyway. Clearly a trap. Um, I love watching Emma trying to put on that fucking dress. <laughs> I love Hook trying to... He's not even actually trying. Like, the conversation with Hook is... Your inconvenience is something I'm up across him, but when he's just eyes are right there. I mean, I get it. She looks good in the wench's dress. I don't know what that is. It's just a dress. No, but like, this is the first time Emma's boobs have been. It's true. Like, this is very different than what we've ever seen her wear. And she's so uncomfortable, like, all the time. Like, oh, much yeah. later, yeah. you see her, like, standing, like, un it's just so uncomfortable. I mean, it's not comfortable, I'm assuming. I've obviously never worn a corset, but. Yeah, they're really not comfortable, especially when they're tight. Aren't they all tight? You don't have to tighten them. I mean, sometimes women would try to, like, make their waist smaller. You don't have to make them that tight. Hmm. I mean, they do a good job of, you know, but... They're also really good for your posture. Because it forces you to... Yeah. And some of them, like, stays are not as bad as a corset. <laughs> it's kind of like a half corset. And it have you have worn a corset? It. Um, yeah. A couple times. How's that feel? Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've worn one when I was a bridesmaid at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I remember I left the venue still wearing it, and I was halfway home when I realized that I couldn't take it off by myself, and I had to drive back, and someone had to help me out of my dress. Did they make the mountains look like mountains? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yep. And, and I already have mountains, so. Uh, anyway. Back, back to our regularly scheduled conversation. Then, sort of, Hook and Emma are heading towards the Dark Castle, and they... Your carriage, which they think might be Regina, but is actually Charming and Abigail. So what's funny about that is that, like, Regina's carriage, I believe, is very dark. They didn't see it. They heard it. Oh, because I was like, this carriage is white. Yeah. Like, it is very clearly something different. They just heard the horses and the, yeah. like, galloping. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how you can hear Snow and Charming's theme as Emma is just kind of, like, enthralled by watching her parents. Like, this magical moment between her parents that she only knows as a story. Mm-hmm. Um... And then she breaks a stick and she fucks up. She tries to get a closer look at Snow. <coughs> so she doesn't just like stand there and stay out of the way. She's like, oh, let me get closer. And then fucks everything up. Yeah. And the look on her face. like her, um, uh, Jennifer Morrison is very good at contrite. She makes a really good contrite face. Well, she's very, yeah, because she fucks up a lot. Yeah. And she knows it. She knows immediately that she's fucked up. And I think, I don't know what happens, but she causes Snow to like take a bad fall. Like, she yeah, would have been knocked the fuck bad. out. Because she falls from the tree where she's at and just straight down. Yeah. She lands on her back. Could you imagine if that like, killed her? <laughs> that Emma would have just poofed. Poof. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they fucked that up. Emma fucked that up. And then they make it to Rumpel in the Dark Castle. Oh, my God. The look on Emma's face. When she sees Rumpelstiltskin, like, as the dark one. Because she's never seen that. Yeah, she's like, holy shit, the fuck this guy? Well, and she goes, Mr. Rumpel. <laughs> uh, I do love Rumpel's immediate, uh, I don't know who you are, but move out of my way and let me enjoy my killing. Yeah. <laughs> and then later when they actually walk into the castle, uh, Rumpel asks, like, why he hasn't killed Hook yet? And then, we buried the hatchet. But why didn't I bury the hatchet in your skull? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, honest to God, I ask this question daily. Yeah, it's true. Um, Emma can't stop running her mouth, as you would say. She, like, makes that, she's like, it's amazing these two ever fell for each other. Well, b before we even go that, she says 
Belle says something. Belle back in her like traditional dress, and he he snaps back and goes like, "I turn you into a toad." <laughs> Damn, Rumple! And then then she starts running her mouth about like, "I can't believe you fell for each other." He's like, "I fell for the help," and I'm like. Why are you talking about the future again? Well, and it's it's actually interesting because at this point, it's very clear that Rumpel has no affinity for Belle. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, he didn't turn her into a toad, so obviously he finds her somewhat charming. But... Well, he even says, like, go read a book or the thing yeah. that you like to do, which implies this might be after he gave her the library. Maybe. But I... she reads before he gives her the library, too. I don't know that there were books in the Dark Castle for no, her. No, there were. You see her reading. Oh, okay. So Maybe. Yeah, like you see her reading when she's still in the in the but ball she, dress. At this point, she's familiar enough with him that she doesn't seem afraid of him anymore, which makes me think they've already had some sort of connection. Maybe. That's yeah. true. She seems That's sassy true. enough. Um, well, they kind of make a deal. Rumpel's going to figure out how to get them back in time, and they have to go fix what they broke. Yep. They being Emma, specifically. Mm-hmm. And, and they find out that Snow is trying to make a deal with Blackbeard. Yes. And then Hook deduces that there's another captain that they can use. Himself. Himself. Okay. Disastrous consequences for meeting yourself? Yeah. Just nothing about this seems safe. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like a good idea. I mean, he wasn't supposed to meet himself. I get it. But yeah, not good. Not a good situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to a, they kind of go to a pub where Hook knows that he will be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not that hard to figure out. Like, find the most wenches, find Hook. Yeah. Not difficult. He also may have gone to the same pub every single that's, night. That's true. He might yeah. have. There's also probably not that many pubs. It's also true. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's probably not hard to find, like, hey, have you seen a dashing guy in leather? Hook? <laughs> um, have you seen Pook? Have you seen Pook? Past Hook. Uh... Did you notice the woman on his left, dark hair, uh-huh. looked a little bit like Mila? Yeah, she did look a little bit like Mila. Wonder if he was chasing, uh, seeing if he could find uh, his new Mila. Maybe. Yeah. Um, although he is a new type these days. He does these days, but not Pook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, although Pook seems interested enough. Well, in fairness, Emma like walks over and is like, what you boys playing like? <laughs> yeah, he's interested. I, her delivery of... Uh, Making sure he stays occupied should be difficult. We both know I'm his type. Was good. It was. Again, though, I don't know that this would be well played if it were flipped. Yeah, I mean, she's taunting him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's funny that people find this funny. And it is funny, but if she were yearning for him and he were constantly ignoring her and then he goes, oh, well, I'm just going to go hit on her, you know, your past self, we'd be like, he's such a jackass! Because, you know, she's being kind of a jackass. Can we just have our one thing, Roger? What? All of the all of the movies are about men treating women like shit. <laughs> Aren't they usually the villains too? Like, yeah, you're right. I agree with you. They're villains. Is Emma a villain? It's like in the in the Ghostbusters remake where people were like, "Oh my god, um, Chris Hemsworth is just like this nobody, like himbo." And it's like, I'm sorry. Have you seen like any movie ever? Have you seen it? What's the what's the saying? Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> Isn't that one of those things you people believe in? No, it's true. Well, the the real the real thing is yeah. that you should portray all types of people. There can be himbos too. Himbos are real people too. They deserve screen time. <laughs> himbos are people too. Himbo lives matter. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it is funny, and she does a great job of distracting him. Yes, like, she it's, does. It's, what, what's funny to me about this is that this shows you how much she does know Hook. Yeah. Well, she likes him. 
If you treat somebody you like the way she treats Hook, I would question if you like him. I think Emma has a really hard time treating anyone the way that she would like to be treated. I mean, like, if Rumpel was this mean to Belle when he liked her, we'd be like, he's a monster. Yeah. If he was constantly leading her on and taunting her and being like, oh, just, yeah, like, this is pretty fucked up. <laughs> and you know he yearns for you. Like, everyone has told you. Like, Regina was like, you have this person who pines for you. Oh, no, that was Neil. You have this pirate who pines for you. That uh, Regina calls them out on the doe eyes. That too. And the yearning. And the yearning. And Many Emma times. Says she doesn't yearn. Yeah. But he does. <laughs> yes. And she doesn't d- deny it. Um, and then we kind of get a little, like, farcical. It's kind of fun. Uh, like the hook comes on the ship and then the other hook is on the ship and, and present day hook has to talk to snow so that he can tell her that he wants his ring, which he's pretty convincing. At this point, he had not been changed into... That's correct. That's why he's in the dark. But you see his face come out of the darkness a little bit while snow is there. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Mm -mm. Um... And also, doesn't he reveal his name? No, I don't think he does. Huh. Well, I mean, she knows she's on the Jolly Roger. Yeah. And everyone knows who the captain of the Jolly Roger is. I don't know. The time travel doesn't make a ton of sense, which is true of basically every time travel story I have ever watched. (laughs) I don't know. I thought they did it well in Avengers. Mostly. I mean, they explained it. It just creates a new timeline. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Um... But yeah, you're right. It's farcical. It's funny. Like, and also, like, he has to duck out of the scene as one so he can come into the scene as another yeah. spot. So they do a good job with that. Snow essentially agrees to make the deal. And then she is trying, uh, Emma is trying to stop Killian from running into Pook. So she's, but he's like, now he's just going to take her back for a nightcap. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised she couldn't, like, distract him. Like, we saw Cora and Jonathan go into, like, a room. Couldn't she just, like, take him into a room in the tavern? Yeah, I don't... I like, don't the decision to go back to the about. boat is strange. That was very weird. It's funny, but it's like, Emma, you know better than this, yeah. don't you? Yeah. I don't know, man. And then Hook punches himself. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> they call this a level of, like, jealousy. And I was like, I don't know that I believe he fully punched him. I think part of it was that he saw him making out with her, but also, like, he needed to knock Hook out at this Yeah, point. oh yeah, he definitely needed to knock him out. Otherwise... It would be weird to watch yourself making out with the woman that you love. Who refuses to reciprocate with yeah. you, but will reciprocate with past you? Yeah. I don't know weird is the right word. I think annoyed would be the <laughs> word here. Yeah. Um, you know what I think to myself? Why? One day I'm going to stop chasing this woman is what I would think to myself. <laughs> he, he's already had that thought. Mm. Did he, though? Because he didn't actually do it. <laughs> um, and then they <laughs> are kind of waiting for... Snow, they now know that Snow is after the ring and they're kind of just waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rumble shows up. Um, he tells them, there's a powerful wand I came to possess. I love the way he says that. Like, it, And the guy's like, are we talking about the dark fairy wand or are we talking about the fairy godmother wand? Because wasn't the fairy godmother wand um, a patron of George? Uh-huh. Then why is it at Midas's place? It's not. Well, what, did he, what does he need them for? What does he need what for? What does he need the two of them to go into the ball for? They, they don't want to, He doesn't want to leave the ring being stolen to, to chance. chance. I see. It has nothing to do with the wand. Oh, gotcha. 
He's working on the wand. They're making sure. So he's off murdering the fairy godmother. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those stories kind of happened concurrently then. Yes, they did. Yep. Oh, I just assumed he was referencing when he did that. Not that he just, he just did it. <laughs> That's amazing. That I came to possess. Yeah. Um, and he glamours Emma and Hook so mm. that they don't look like themselves. The names are great! Hey, Hook just, like, has no idea what to say. And Emma jumps in with Prince Charles. Here's what I don't get. You said Prince Charles. Logical. Wouldn't you then go with the logical pairing of Prince Charles there? Which would be what? I'm Princess Diana. <laughs> Hello? If I was thinking Prince Charles, that's who I would flash to. I'm assuming that's where she gets Prince Charles from. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Princess Diana's dad didn't come to mind, I guess. <laughs> I don't think you talk to anyone when you say Prince Charles and you don't think of Diana. Yeah, no, that's fair. So That's fair. Camilla? Even if you say Camilla, I think Diana. Yeah. Um... Her trying to come up with those names so funny. And you are Princess Leia. <laughs> the fuck? And then we kind of get the Abigail Snow Charming story. Um, mm. Abigail is in top form. <laughs> so it's funny seeing this now, knowing what we knew about yeah. Abigail later. So it's like... Like a smart, interesting, nice person. Yeah. But it makes sense why she is so... She's not disgusted with Charming because of what we were led to presume. It's because she really has her own plan. She's trying to get back to her actual true love, which makes sense where she's like, yeah, yeah. just go. I don't want you to be done. Yeah. Get out of here, please. But she's not... The... My hero. <laughs> uh, I miss Abigail. Yeah. She was fun. Um, Snow finds the ring. Eventually, and, yeah. And then Charming finds her, and she hits him in the head with a jewelry box instead of a rock. Love it first strike again. <laughs> um, and then somehow she doesn't leave with the ring. How did she drop it? That, even in the synopsis, I didn't find it all that shocking. Like, you're climbing, she's scaling a castle wall. Of course it could fall out. You put it in a little pouch. I don't know, it man. It could get knocked out. You know how you ever climbed down a castle? You ever gone rock climbing before? You know how the bumps and things and all that crap? And she's trying to, like, do it quickly. She's not, like, just taking a Sunday stroll. Yeah, from all the castle walls that you've scaled. Have you, I do it, like, every Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wake up, sure. go scale a castle wall, and then, you know, sure, you Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's... I also think it's weird. So Emma tackles that guy so that he doesn't shoot. Am I supposed to believe he was going to hit her accurately, too? Yeah, like that's... The Black Knights are like stormtroopers. They miss 99. And she's on a moving horse and she's like pretty far away. If Robin Hood, I would tackle. Sure. But like, fine. Someone saw Emma do this and now she's in trouble and gets captured. Hook then like takes down like five guards and nobody saw that. Pretty badass. (laughs) Very David-like, in fact. He only has one hand, man. Well. He doesn't even have his hook. It's just the hand thingy. No, he has his hook. No, he doesn't wear his hook at the ball. Maybe he had it in his it's pocket. It's glamoured, I'm pretty sure, because oh. he, when this guy comes with the sword, he uses it to... to... Okay, okay. Okay. It's a wooden hand, though, so he could also do it with the hand. Oh, that's right. But I could have sworn I saw the hook actually grab the okay, sword. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so Emma gets captured and into the dungeon. When she tries to, like, reason with Regina. <laughs> she calls her Regina. What the fuck? <laughs> Who do you think you are? First off, you don't know this woman. She doesn't even recognize you because, A, she's never met you, and B, you don't even look like who you are. And B, you just saw how ruthless she is. Reasoning with her is not the play. Oh, good. A bit informal, don't you think? (laughs) 
Um, and then Hook has a... I'm not quite sure how Hook accomplishes this, actually, but it's brilliant. He follows Charming to Snow. <laughs> well, we've actually seen that Hook is very good at coming up with plans on the fly. No, it's true. He is. Yeah. Um, we kind of, we see that scene again from mm-hmm. Snow Falls where Snow and Charming have their charming exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was reshot. This one is not a replay like yeah. the first. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Hook convinces them to help him. To get Emma out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of nice. It's a fine scene. I mean, we've seen it before, but yeah. it's just adding Hook in here. And then they have that funny conversation by the fire where Hook is talking about, like, how much he cares for Leia, and he's not sure if she returns his feelings, um, and that her parents don't approve. <laughs> and then Charming says, given the lengths you've gone to to save her, they'd be crazy not to approve of you. <laughs> Hook says, I hope you remember that. <laughs> I love the tropes of characters talking about how ridiculous they are in the future without knowing it. Like, yeah, of course the parents would accept you. Look how much you care about her. Yeah, you won't yeah. feel that way in 30 years. Yeah. But. Then we jump to Emma back in the dungeon talking to the other prisoner. And Emma discovers the spoon. For some reason, the spoon has a wire on it. Both of them? I don't know what that's about. (laughs) Um, Somehow the Emperor returned. Well, actually, so that's the thing that I was talking about. Like, fate has a way of... life, Life always finds a way. Like, you can try to prevent something. Like, for example, there was no reason that Charming needed to intervene. Like, Charming... Charming went upstairs to get shoes for Abigail, and that's why he encountered Snow. Sure. Like, just the same way that he encountered her when she was trying to steal it the first time, what, like, should have happened. Mm-hmm. Like, fate is intervening to make them meet. Yeah, I don't disagree with you that the timeline will, like, a, it's like a river. It'll work to correct itself. Um, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. But I also think, in a lot of situations, you can put a dam in the river and change it. Mm-hmm. That, that would be my statement on that one. Like, we'll see in this episode. Yeah, sure. Um, Though I bet that spoon has been there the entire time. Just no one's ever used it. Yeah. Um, it's similar to the scene where Snow and Grumpy are in the two mm-hmm. cells, and uh, Ruby and Charming are trying to save Snow, and Snow gets out by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and she picks the lock, right? Yeah, she, Emma picks the lock, and then just like when Snow escaped, she, like, questions whether she should let Grumpy out. Snow letting Grumpy out was not a bad thing to that do. That was a great move, 100%. <laughs> Emma letting Marion out is a bad call. Bad call, Emma. And Hook, again, is like, what the fuck, man? We talked about this. And Emma's like, <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I have a vendetta. I have no logical reason to dislike this character. You're right. Oh, as if Rumple never does anything wrong. <laughs> Rumpel wouldn't do this. You would be mad at Rumpel that he wouldn't care to save the prisoner. <laughs> um, and then es- somehow escaping the dungeons, they end up on like the top story of the castle, watching well, Snow being executed. Well, Snow breaks off from the party. Yes, Snow breaks. Well, Snow was. They were supposed to go meet Snow. I think she might have been lookout or something. No, Snow definitely decided. Well, yes, but that's what they told. Which, like, unbelievably stupid of her. Yeah, I, uh, I know. You stupid, <laughs> reckless 
irresponsible little she girl. She thought that it was going to work to throw sand on Regina. Like mother, like daughter. Like just dumb. Get yeah. out. Be done. But you're so... This isn't even like intelligent vengeance. Even Regina was like, yeah, dark magic is my forte. Are you out of your fucking mind here? I'm actually really surprised that Regina want, like just wanted to execute Snow here. Like, that just doesn't seem... It doesn't quite seem like it enough actually, punishment for No, Snow. it does, because at this point, she doesn't have anything else to torture her with. Mm. Remember, she sends the huntsman to kill her. Uh-huh. But there's no charming here to make her suffer. That's true, that's true. So right now, it's just about killing her. So okay. this is relatively fresh after Daniel. It's ten years only. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Um, and she does. She, you know, like a lot of times, villains monologue and they fuck around. She's like, nope, tie her ass up. <laughs> And she goes up in flames, and everyone thinks that Snow is dead, and Emma is... They don't even try to stop it. I mean, I don't know what they would have done. Bang on the window! <laughs> Bang on the window that's like 100 feet up? Yeah! <laughs> throw a rock through the window! I don't... Throw Marion through the window! I don't know! <laughs> Do something! Just, just a second, I just, gotta, I just gotta talk to you through this window here. Am I supposed to believe that Charming the Avenger would just sit by and watch Snow get executed? Yeah. He could probably make that He's jump. actually the one that says, I don't think we can do anything. Which is shocking. Yeah. Nuts. Charming would have jumped through that window, landed on his feet like Captain America, fought off those black knights, deflected her magic, and saved Snow. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of get a reunion in the woods. Everyone is sad. Emma is... Emma is sad. Oh, yeah. Ruby breaks down in tears, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the bug shows up and Charming figures out that it's Snow. We sadly don't get Charming's reaction. Yeah. Oh, he is... also doesn't really know her, so it might not have been that interesting. Maybe, but that would have been interesting. Yeah. Him not being hurt yeah. by her death, especially, it's, we're only a few episodes removed from her breaking down because Charming died. That's true. So, but, yeah, we get a devastated Emma. Who yeah. I'm wondering if she said that Snow died or that she caused it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's not clear to me. I don't know. Hope tries to comfort her with his brother's story. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's doing a good job, actually. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Blue shows up and makes Snow into a person again. Well, first off, Hook's trying to kill the bug. Yeah. <laughs> he just thinks it's an annoying bug. Who kills ladybugs, man? <laughs> Pirates. Pirates kill ladybugs. Yeah. And then Charming correctly deduces that this must be Snow White, which makes sense off the he, story. She told him the story. Yeah. yeah. But she then just told it there's to something him. that's like weird where he's like, yeah, and this could be her. And he goes, that's definitely her. And I'm like, how would you know that? <laughs> like what know. happened? Here? And then they then deduce that she's trying to talk. A- apparently they speak bug. I don't know. A point that Killian's like, does anyone speak bug? <laughs> and then Blue, Blue who does speak bug. Yeah, she shows up. Um, Emma lies about her name. She says she's Princess Leia. And Blue's like, that's not it. I don't really understand how Blue knows this and doesn't know other things. The but... glamour. No, not that. Just Blue is terrible at everything all no. the time. And somehow she knows that it's important that Emma is lying. Emma's a terrible liar. It's not that yeah. hard to see through her lies. Even Bl- even Blue could figure that out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Emma but I do like the scene where... Is Emma a worse liar than Regina? No. Ooh. <laughs> no. Wow, you're thinking about this hard. I I feel like Emma has attempted less lies. I think that's accurate. So I'm I'm unclear. Like neither one of them has actually pulled off a good lie. Yeah. The gall that Regina has to continue to try to lie. Yeah. She knows that she's terrible at it. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. 
Um, Emma doesn't seem to know, but Emma thinks she has a lie detector. And she's bad at that too. Yeah. I don't know. True. They might be equally bad. I that's might put true. them in the same Fine. tier. Um, and then. The hug. Yeah, Snow turns back into Snow and Emma hugs her. And Snow is just like, oh, I, who are you? It reminds me of when Regina talks about Henry looking right through yeah. her and how much that hurt her. And now Emma's like, oh my God, my own mother did. Which is like, well, duh, that's yeah. the point. But it hurt. It finally it like clicked. She's like, oh, I don't want this feeling. Yeah. Um, and then they all go to sleep in the woods, <laughs> I guess. Um, and uh, Hook is rightly lecturing Emma about bringing back Marion and what the fuck are they going to do with her. I love his little, what if she had a child that grows into a mass murderer? Or she gets tipsy one night and rides a horse into a dwarf and there are only six of them. All valid points. <laughs> um, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Has Snow listened to Charming more than Emma has listened to Hook? Or is the answer zero for both? I will not deign to answer that question. I don't understand the question and I won't answer it. (laughs) If this is a criticism about me, I won't hear it, nor will I accept it. Because um, his point is actually very solid. No, it's absolutely. he. Uh, Emma is wrong. Emma was wrong. Can we mark this as a should have listened to Hook? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they decide, well, let's just bring her back to the future. That, that'll that work. And for some reason, Hook just agrees to that. Well, what's he going to do? I, yeah, I don't know. Kill her. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Whoa! And then they present this idea to Mary, and of course she's like, what the fuck? And then Emma hits her over the head with a stick. Yeah, she's like, unless you're going to kidnap me. And she's like, okay, bam. <laughs> I guess we're kidnapping you. Like, remember when they're like, you have to go through us? And Regina's like, okay. <laughs> Damn, Emma. And then some, like, Charming's like, what's wrong with her? And they're like, oh, she's sleeping. She's resting. <laughs> Charming's like, whatever. Oh, God. Um, And then snow <laughs> i can't believe charming fell for that well this is what happened when he was asleep i presume oh no it's the canteen yeah <laughs> she asked for the canteen and then she fucking runs and he goes after her if he is superman she is his kryptonite yeah i think that's true um and then emma hook is annoyed because emma's like oh no and hook is like we can't interfere and she's like they, she doesn't have the dust um uh, but then it all works out yeah, so that was an interesting lesson in that, like, like you were saying earlier, like, fate just finds yeah, a way. Yeah, Because she bluffs it. She has she no business thinking this. Mm-hmm. And then, and I even said, like, oh, at least one of the trolls didn't die this time. Well, fate also the finds The fate intervened way. there, too. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then everything works out. Everything mm-hmm. happens as it's supposed to. Hook gets all nervous when they start to go their separate ways. And Emma's like, no, no, this, this is what's supposed to happen. And she's, like... Not everyone gets a chance to watch their parents fall in love. That's kind mm-hmm. of a nice phrase. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You, no one actually gets a chance to watch their parents fall in love. That's not a thing. And then she says, took my parents a while to accept their feelings. And Hook said, must run in the family. He shoots from three. <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> and you know what? She doesn't even, like, acknowledge how right he is. She's just like, meh, and yeah. walks away. Yeah. He's like, God damn it. Um, actually, I think she pulls out the book, and then we see that the book has restored itself. Honestly, I'm surprised she didn't just take off running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that would that would that would fit. That'd be on brand. Uh, okay, and then they go back to Rumple. Um, 
Yeah, they go back to the castle. Carrying yeah, luggage. Yeah. Carrying luggage. And Rumpel's like, yeah, I found this wand, but I can't use it. It has to be used by someone who used the time portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's ready to take a memory potion and forget all of this. And he sends them down into his vault with no doors. The important part is that like, he's like, you're too dangerous. I know too much about my future. I'm getting you out of here. Yeah. Like, boop. Be gone. <clears throat> and then I got confused. And then you got confused? I don't know what spawned her magic coming back. Okay, so I think that her magic came back when Zelina died, or whatever we'd say happened to Zelina. I don't know. <laughs> when Zelina turned into a glass and disappeared. Was rightfully executed. <laughs> okay. Um, and just like all of her other magic, like mm-hmm. little it John undid. turned back into True. a person. I think like Emma would have gotten her magic back at that point. Mm-hmm. But using magic is difficult, and... I think Emma doesn't want to have magic, so Emma hasn't been able to use magic because she didn't really want to have it. Which I would agree with, but more than anything, she would want to get back to Henry. Yeah, that's true. Well, and I think, I mean, Hook calls her on it. Like, he says, I think not having magic is a whole lot easier for you to run back to New York and pretend to be somebody else. Yeah. No, I think that's true, but, like, it's, I guess the idea that I'm supposed to believe that her motivations were that she would rather not have her magic over getting... Like, at the point in which it was her way to get back to Henry, I feel like that's the impetus for her to want it. Yeah. So I'm a bit just confused on... But I mean, doesn't. she does face her feelings in this conversation, so I don't know. Maybe. There's always a third way. <laughs> I don't even know what way one and two are, so sure. Well, and he gets her to, he he kind of, he gets her to break down. She's like, I was so relieved when I hugged Snow and she didn't see me. And do you know what I saw in her eyes? Nothing. Um, and then she kind of breaks down about how, like, she, she's been, she's been treating her mother that way since she met her. Yeah. Um. And then she realizes that, like, Henry brought her back. He brought her home. Neil was right. You don't have a home until you miss it. Storybrooke is my home. And then the wand works. Mm-hmm. And then they go to leave. <coughs> I, well, I guess I can I'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. And then they go to leave and Hook leaves with Marion. <laughs> and Emma is about to go through and Rumpel shows up, probably sensing that she was able to use. Yeah. Oh, he says you used it. You opened the portal. Yeah. He's really surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And he, he he kind of has that same, so they had that reaction or, or interaction earlier where he's like, do I find my son? And she says, yes. And he knew she was <laughs> yeah. holding something back. But also I think he like kind of, he recognizes that he shouldn't know all, all of it, mm-hmm. but he needs to know this, especially mm-hmm. if he's going to take a memory potion. Yeah, I need to know before I forget. Yeah. And she kind of breaks down and tells him, you know, he forgives you. He loved you. He died to save all of us. Don't let him die in vain. He died a hero. You can't take that away from him. And that, that is bullshit. What? That he died a hero? That he can't take that away from him. Like, he could make him not die. Dying is... A hero is not better than not dying. I don't care what anyone says. How could he make him not die? By changing the past. Hello? We're literally looking at a time portal right here. It's true. You now know, Rumpelstiltskin, that the code has been cracked. The Rumpel that we know at that point would go, I can fix this still. Yeah, the Rumpel at that point definitely yeah, would have. He would have thrown that memory potion away and been like, all right, I'm going to fix this. And now I can go back and undo my greatest mistake. There's no way in hell he just drinks that memory potion. He's like, oh, all right, I'm going to figure this out. 
Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. I guess when he found out that he finds his son, and then his son was a hero. I don't know. Or he forgave him. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but he does make him let go of Emma. Did he like? Yep. She goes through. Rumple drinks the potion, and then he. The hell am I doing in here? <laughs> and poof. And poof. They make it back to Storybrooke. Um, Emma. Emma tells Henry, this is where we belong. This is where our family is. She's finally accepted. This is her family. And then she calls Snow and Charming mom and dad in a non-life-threatening situation. I feel like the problem is she only is willing to do this after, like, ridiculously over the top. I think she does it now, from now on. Does she? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, like, even Henry said grandpa, which I remember he said a decent amount of times. Yeah. And this would have been a great, sweet ending to the episode for you to just cut there. Oh my god, you don't like the baby name? Oh, the baby name's fine. <laughs> the baby name is so sweet. I even the like look, Rumpel's reaction. The look on Rumpel's yeah. face. Oh yeah. god. I would have been fine with the baby name. It's everything after You don't that. like the kissing, obviously. Oh, you don't like Rumpel and Belle's wedding? That's not my problem. I'm talking about the remainder of the granny scene. The remainder of the gra- Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part. I yes. actually could have done without the wedding. I would have made that a next season thing. Oh, I think it was a nice... I think it was nice. Rumpel wasn't, um, and I'll talk about this more in the recap, Rumpel wasn't enough of his own man in this season for me to feel like that's the appropriate time to do this. Like, mm. I would have let him actually do this when he was not being enslaved for... Yeah, that's that's fair. 90% of it. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Hook tells... Well, Emma asks Hook how he got to her, and he says that he traded his ship for a magic bean. I cannot believe they didn't show us this story. I know, what a cool story, right? Why would you not show us You're denying us a magic bean to count on our counter. Roger won't let us count it, listeners. We didn't see the magic bean. But we know that it was used. We know many of magic beans were used. You can't... Gotta see it. Seeing is believing. Mm -hmm. Also, like, I feel like the story of Hook... So they don't... Two things I don't like about this. One, we don't get to see that story of him trading... Which, we know how much he loves the Jolly Roger. That's true. For him to trade that for a magic bean's a big deal. Yeah. Two... We, I think Emma recognizes that it was a big deal. Good. <laughs> uh, two, they actually never resolved the conflict over who sent the message. <laughs> yeah. It's true. They don't. They just don't care now. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter somehow. Um, and if we'd ended right here, I would be fine. Just cut. Play the, play the outro music and we're good. Yeah. And then they're all back in Granny's. And Marion is there, and Regina and R- Roland and Robin show up, and they look so fucking happy. Like a happy family. And then when Marion comes out, and it's they find out it's Marion, oh my god. And then Emma's look on her face is like, well, I was trying to be a hero, blah, blah, blah. and her bullshit excuses are disgusting. You're just like your mother, never thinking of consequences. Is any part of that a lie? Proud of Regina's reaction here. She's mad and she's really upset, but she doesn't, you know, like, burn the place down. <laughs> I mean, I think she probably should have killed Emma. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Last time it was ridiculous. I, I've said this many times. It was absurd to expect a 10-year-old to know better. It is not absurd to expect a goddamn 30-year-old woman to know better. Yeah, this was bad, Emma. This was really bad call, Emma. This, this is beyond bad. bad. Call. This is a top... Five, bad move. Bad move. Um, and, again, you've repeated your mother's mistake and ruined Regina's life. You did this. All because yeah. you couldn't leave well enough alone. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then 
we cut to the farmhouse and there's an urn, the urn. It does look cool when it looks like the dark one is rising out of the urn. Fat. But then it's Elsa. And that's the end. Right, Roger, do you have any uh, points to add before we move on? Save your save your uh, frozen vitriol for later. It's not enough to talk about here. <laughs> okay, listeners. That was the part of the conversation in which we mostly let Chelsea talk about the good. If you don't want to hear me bitch I'm about sorry, the bad... I'm sorry, I talked about plenty of bad things. I know, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I held back a lot of the things I don't like, since this is your favorite episode. And we'll give the listeners, they can see up to like the last 15 minutes where we get to our, you know... They don't want to hear me bitch about how bad this episode is. You think this episode is bad? You done with your points? Yeah? I don't like this episode. At all? No. Why? I think the wrong people went back in time. Why? I don't think making this a Captain Swan story was good. I don't think this was a Captain Swan story. I think this was an Emma story. Fine. I don't think making this an Emma story was good. And I understand, like, what you like about Emma seeing her parents fall in love. But the kind of big theme that we've gotten, really, if you, like, look at all of three, has been Regina becoming a better person. Like, that has been the big thing is her redemption. Regina and Henry going back in time. Henry getting to see all of the things and Regina having to confront the terrible person she was would have been much more interesting to me. Especially with Henry being like, yeah, I know how bad you are. Like, I got to fully see it. But I st- this like shows how far you've come is a much more interesting story to me than just Emma interfering in the past. I don't think that's a bad episode at all. I think that'd be interesting. That doesn't yeah. make this a bad episode. You're right. But I don't, like, it's just Emma meddling in the past. I don't find that all that this interesting. This is about Emma finding home. And I think that's very beautiful. Sure. But I think that could have been done in Storybook. I don't, I don't, I, personally, I did not like the way that they did it. I also think it makes her look like an idiot half the time. Like, stop meddling in the fucking past. Like, basic rule of time travel. You can't save a prisoner from the past. What are you doing? Everyone knows that. Also, I don't buy that Rumple wouldn't kill Hook on sight. There's no fucking way he doesn't know. No, I would buy that because Rumpel knows that Rumpel in the future didn't kill Hook, so he wants to know why. I don't know that he would buy that they're time travelers. Yeah, he certainly does. They know stuff. People know shit. Cora knew about the curse for no goddamn reason. People know shit for weird reasons. Um, I mean, it's just... This is worse than if we had just had the conversation live. I also don't... <laughs> I don't like that this nullifies Snow Falls. It doesn't. It does. It completely invalidates everything that happened in Snowfalls no longer happened. It is all about what happens in Snowdrift. Snowfalls didn't exist. That that story was Yeah, but weak. like basically the same thing happens. Okay, it's not basically the same thing. That's a different story. I liked the story of Snowfalls. I thought I even said it. I we just listened to it. It's one of my favorite flashbacks and that's gone. It's like the Supersonics. It is in the past only and it's erased and gone forever. It never happens again. I just I don't I don't like it. I really, I don't like them being in the past. I don't like the decisions we get. I think we get some cool moments like Belle and Rumple, like that little touch point was fine. I am. I've already seen Emma in the Enchanted Forest. That's not interesting to me. It, yeah, Hook punching Hook is funny. But you like, just don't man, like Emma. I really don't. I don't like Emma. I, I fully would admit I don't like Emma. But I don't think this story moved the plot forward in a way that I wanted. I also have to admit, for a season finale, it is weird to me that the villain is just not present. I'm not a huge. Oh, fan. Oh, I like that. There's no villain here. Yeah, I like stories yeah. that don't have villains sometimes. And that's fine. But I don't think a two-part season finale should be without a villain. That to me. Why right, we not- have plenty of those. Not so far. Like, uh, not really. Actually, we, the last two-part episode didn't even really have the villain, oddly enough. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I, 
the plot is convoluted. I mean, it's. A, I mean, there are so many things we talked about. The like charming, just randomly knowing that this must be snow as a bug trying to talk to a blue fairy. <laughs> I just said that sentence. It's just ridiculous. No, I. As if this show is never ridiculous. It's not that it's not ridiculous. Like, <laughs> is this dreamy bad? No, I don't think this is dreamy bad. This is not an episode. Like, you talk about how you think about this episode. This is like. This uh, is still my favorite episode. No, and sure. it's fine. That's why I let you take the book of the beginning. I would say, of the season finales we've had so far, this is my least favorite. And it's probably my second least favorite season finale of all of them. Wow. The only one I think is worse is five. Mm. I like 4B season finale a lot. It's one of the ones that may sneak into my top 10. Seven, I think, is great. The final episode of the entire series I really like. I don't remember six. I don't know if it's any good or not. It's nice. I mean, um, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I... Also, the one thing that, like... So I think they do like the lines relatively decent here, but it, there, there was just something missing in this episode that, like, didn't captivate me in the same way. Like, it was nice to see Charming and Snow in the past, but I'd already seen this story. Like, I'd rather have seen more about the story from a different angle than just watching them recreate the past in a different way. Like, this did not do it for me. And like Regina, Regina feels so one note right now. She's just the Regina we saw in the past who's just a ruthless killer. Like, eh? I've seen Regina past this now. Well, it's supposed to be about Emma experiencing it. I know, but that 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 part is the part that I don't like. I think it would have just been much better for Henry to experience this. Especially because the yeah, thing I mean, that would be interesting. The thing that I've been screaming for was I wanted more Regina and Henry. We mm-hmm. didn't get that. We got a lot of Emma this season and Emma getting to or Regina uh, Regina seeing Henry see all of this would have been much more powerful and impactful to me. And I just didn't like what we got. All right. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, it's your favorite episode. I'm not mad at you for it. It's not my top five episode, to tell you that. Are you willing to commit? This is still your number one. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I won't say that I think this is the best episode. Now but I'm it is the one. Again. It's the one that I like the most. That's not the same thing. Oh, that's interesting to me. I would not split those. I actually have a really hard time when I have to, like, rate books or movies. Because I'm like... Did I think that this was very good? Yes. Do I want to watch it again? No. <laughs> um, those are not always the same thing. I don't understand that. Yeah, that makes sense to me that you don't understand that. Like, the thing that you like the most would be the thing that you think is best. No. Interesting. Like, I don't think this is, like, the best written episode with, like, the best action and the best conclusion and, like, the best story and lesson. Same. But, like, it's my favorite. I enjoy watching it the most. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, the one that I enjoy watching the most is the one that I think is the best. Well, like, Hallmark movies are bad. (laughs) Yeah. But I enjoy watching plenty of them. Sure. Like, you can enjoy a bad thing. That's totally fair. I don't think this is bad. That's what it sounds like until you say you love it. Like, this this is a Hallmark movie as Once Upon a Time. And you're like, you know what? I acknowledge that it has its flaws and not very good. I just really enjoy it. It's that you said you think it's your, your the best or your favorite. That I'm like, now I'm confused. It's my favorite. It's yeah. not the best. What do you think is the best so far? Think Lovely Thoughts. Huh. Interesting. Best written, best twist. Oh, it's definitely the best twist. I, I, yeah. I had, coming into this episode, I thought you were saying, this is the single best episode of Once Upon a Time for me. Yeah, I mean, favorite, best for me, yeah. I guess, is fine to say. Yeah. <laughs> not where I thought you were going with that. Uh, well, that's different. Yeah, um, there's just many, th- like, if... You know, give me the author's pen, and I change a lot of things about this episode to make it better. I also think what was a really cool concept in time travel is basically wasted on an Emma story, and that to me sucks. Like there was there was a good Emma story to be told in Storybook that didn't need time travel. 
But I think the time travel lets us tell the story. Like, how would you have told it in Storybrooke? About Emma finding family? And home, yeah. Her bonding with her parents? I don't understand what you're saying. Like, you could, there's an easy story to tell about how she, like, finally appreciates that all the things that she has that she's never had. Like, you remember the little girl at the beginning of this? Uh-huh. Like, now she has the family she's literally been looking for. It's staring her in the fucking face. I think that you just fundamentally don't understand Emma as a character. I don't. <laughs> because the things that she does in one moment aren't consistent with the things she does in, like, the next moment. I actually think they're, like, pretty consistent. No, you just like Emma. Character. I do like Emma. You do. She's not consistent. I think that she's inconsistent as she as a human would be. Humans are not all consistent. Sure. <laughs> that is totally I fair. think she's actually the most human character on the show. Well, she literally she's the easiest physically to relate to. She might be the easiest to relate for you. She's the most illogical character in the show to me, besides Zelina, who makes no sense. Are you calling me illogical, Roger? When your emotions get involved... Yeah, you called me irrational. I am calling you illogical, actually. <laughs> Hell the fuck, yes, I am. At first, I wasn't gonna, but I remember your little barb at the beginning of this podcast, so yes, I am. Is there anything else you would like to share about this episode? I'm glad you still enjoyed it. Thank you. I know that uh, New York Serenade didn't live up to the hype, so I was very curious if this one did. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, what's your favorite moment? I have four. <laughs> Go! <laughs> I have two. Um... Do two, and then I'll do one. Okay. Uh, Emma calling Charming and Snow Mom and Dad. Made That's me cry. adorable. Made oh, me cry. Ooh, I gotta guess you cried once. I cried three times. Okay, hold on. Before you go, that one obviously is one. Um, when she sees her mom and dad with the ring, like the when they're no the, really, she's like crying in that. Yeah, that didn't get me. I don't know why. What about when she's telling Rumple that? He his son died a hero. Yeah, I actually started crying in that scene before that when she's talking to Hook about home, how she met. How so like one big scene made you cry, Mm -hmm. and then the scene where they think Snow is dead. No. The scene where Snow comes back from the dead. No. I can't believe you're not getting it. I like basically cried when I was talking about it earlier. Oh. The scene where Emma finds out that Hook sacrificed his ship. I don't think... The wedding? No. I mean, sort of. So 3.5? No, not the Uh, wedding. I don't know. You got me stumped. Prince Neil, man. Name of the baby Neil. Oh, my God. (laughs) I went all around that scene. That's impressive. I literally probably named everything that occurred around that scene. I did not think I think that's probably my top favorite moment. I think it's beautiful. I know we don't love how Neil sacrificed, but, like, fine. Let's just accept that, like, Neil died a hero. And they named their baby after the hero. And it makes Rumple make that look on his face. And it's so beautiful. I do think that there's something very beautiful about Charming and Snow making a decision that essentially honors Rumple's son. Yeah. Like, no, I think that's that's cool. That's, that's yeah. I, I respect that. Uh, was Did you already do two? Yeah, I did two. This is like a concept, but anytime I get to see Charming and Snow in the past interact, mm. it's just... Yeah, I love Snowfalls. That's one of the reasons I'm irritated about this episode. But them doing some of Snowfalls together was just fun. They just have that chemistry. They have it. so true. Whatever you want to call it, it's they got it in spades. I actually really liked that they... Because the, the scene... Um, I liked that they refilmed some of the scenes mm-hmm. and they didn't in others. Mm-hmm. Especially knowing that these two actors are married in real life. Like, yeah. that also must have been really fun for them to do. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, I mean, they just... They do such a good job. You know, because, like, sometimes you'll see couples where you can tell, like, those two just don't seem like they would 
work. And like those two, even when they're adversarial, I'll say this because I love mocking about this energy. They got palpable energy. Yeah, they have energy. energy. They like have I would energy say, they sure. have the most energy of any two on this show by far. Okay. Um, yeah. So I really like that. Um, I mean, I alluded to this as a moment that made me cry, but when Emma is talking to Hook in the vault about how she finally found home, I it's just it, it hit me. It hit me right here. Right in the feels. Right in the feels. Right there. Mm-hmm. And particularly, I think. I mean, obviously, Hook is in Hook, Hook is in love with Emma, but. The way that he looks at her while she's talking about home, you can see on his face that, like, he wants that, too. God, I wish I believed you. <laughs> I wish I believed Hook had a motivation that just didn't involve Emma. I even wish he had a secondary motivation. <laughs> I do. I really do. Because, like, the theories that you've posted, like, he came back for all of them. I'm like, no, he didn't. And unfortunately, like, you know that scene where he's got the glass and we're like, if he was just looking at all of them, like, I want that, I'd be like, cool. But it's ice and tight on one person. What's your last one? Um, I thought it was amazing at Rumpel's disgust at the idea that he could fall for Belle. <laughs> That's your favorite moment? Oh, by far. <laughs> by far. That's amazing. Just for one, I don't know if this has happened before or after Skin Deep. If it's happened after Skin Deep, he's just fucking lying. Yeah, I, ha- I think it's before. If it's before Skin Deep, then holy shit, that's hilarious. Because it's not going to be that far away where he's going to be like, oh shit, I got a crush on this girl. Yeah. yeah. I And just the way he's just like, now I fall for the help? Like he calls her the help. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was hilarious. We need a new maid. We, well, he would never do that to her. Um, You're going to like pillory me for this. Um, what does pillory mean? <laughs> Because I've heard pillage, but that means something different it's usually. It's the thing where I'm pretty sure it's the thing that has the three holes in it, and you put the hands in the head, and then they... The guillotine? No, it doesn't cut off your head. It, like, you stay there. They put you there, but usually don't they execute you in that? No, it's just punishment. Oh, okay. I mean, right. I think that's what a pillory is. Oh, we maybe. can look it up. Um, is this your favorite? Yes, this is my okay. favorite moment. Um, during the wedding scene for Rumple. Mm-hmm. Rumpel is giving his vows, Mm -hmm. and in the vows, he says, let me just pull it up so that I, um, I was an enemy of love. Love had only brought me pain. My walls were up and you brought them down. And then they cut to Emma and Hook kissing, which I think is really nice. Mm -hmm. Because Hook brought Emma's walls down. Mm -hmm. And you see it in this episode. That's my favorite Why would I fail you for that? Because you hate Emma and Hook. I don't. You misunderstood <laughs> my my disdain. My disdain for Emma and Hook is that Hook has a singular motivation in life. My disdain for Emma is that she sucks. My disdain for Hook and Emma is that the only thing Hook ever focuses on is trying to okay, get the girl. Okay, that's fair. I am correct that that is what a pillory is. Okay. Um, no, I think that's fine. I actually, I think Belle being the thing that brought Rumpel's walls down and then panning right to Emma and Hook is fine. And uh, don't they even pan to Regina and Robin after that? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like all three of them. Mm-hmm. It's oh, nice. It's a nice moment. I got three ridiculous moments. I have two. Okay. I'm sure one of ours is the same. Mo French. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good one. <laughs> Mo French decided that he was so disgusted with Rumple that he was going to kidnap his own daughter and send her across the town line. He was then given a wedding invite. 
Yeah, I, it's that's ridiculous. Yep, agreed. I agree with the, that being ridiculous. Um, Mo French. <laughs> <laughs> I have Emma getting caught for like tackling one night, but Hook not getting caught for cutting down like four of them. I mean, Emma <laughs> runs inside where Hook doesn't, so it is a little different. But he does come in later. He does, but remember, and like all... who saw her? The night, who? the night yelled it. The night the that, one she that she tackled. knocked down. Yeah, he okay, comes in okay, and yells. Okay, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Still um, ridiculous. No, it is. <laughs> oh, I have a fourth ridiculous moment. Okay. Emma is wearing a very clear red dress, and you still think it's the same color as her opening it dress. It is the same color. Yeah, Screen Rant actually describes it as a tight pink dress. Well, Screen Rant is wrong. Oh, damn. Okay. Viewers, email us. Let us know that her dress in the opening episode of the pilot is pink. Thanks. Twice upon a time pod at gmail.com. Yeah. This this was a red dress that matched her red jacket. At first, she's wearing a pink jacket. That's red. Okay. Um, you're not going to agree with this, and you, uh, we argued about it during the episode. Hook crediting her with defeating Peter Pan is bullshit. Nope. I don't think she did it by herself. I don't think she did it at all. I think she was as much of a side character as like Tinkerbell was. <laughs> okay. But she's not. You get credit for beating not Peter Pan. Like, Regina and Rumble beat Peter Pan. That's, that's who should get that win, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, my last one is Emma bringing Marion back. That's Same. So stupid. Emma deciding to change the past after being so warned by ridiculous. everyone. Like Hook reminded her so many times. Remember, so many. remember when I said it'd be nice if no listening to me. He's like, is she just always supposed to listen? Sometimes you gotta fucking listen, man. <laughs> Can you listen once? Like here, Rumpel said disastrous consequences didn't matter. I bet we had the same loser. Do you have multiple losers? I just have one. I do too, and I can't imagine it's anyone different. I have Regina. It has to be Regina. Which feels weird, because she's like not really in the episode much, and you, she seems like she such is, a She winner. is in the episode much. Past Regina also loses. I guess that's true. That's true. Re she does. They Regina just loses escaped. They all just the way. escaped. And she thought she had her victory. She thought she had killed Snow. Yeah. And that's not even close to the biggest loss she's going to take in the episode. That's true. And then she does get Henry. Emma and Henry are staying. That's a win. But so is now she doesn't get to have Robin. For the could you imagine your true love for the second time? No, and the internal battle that she must be having right now, like her her instincts are all kill Marion, kill Marion, kill Emma, burn down Grannies, like kill them all. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Fucking sucks. She fucking lost. Yeah, she fucking lost. I have two winners. I had a hard time with winner, but I chose one. I had very easy time with two. Okay. Uh. Look, while I may not agree with his motivations, and I think he needs far more of a character, in the end, he got what he wanted. He got the girl. It took him a hell of a long time. You gotta give Hook a win. Oh, yeah. I also have Hook. Um, for the same... I mean, Hook got Emma in the end. Um, and he was right the whole way through. And he was right. And he had a good plan. And he he somehow came up with a new plan on the fly when Emma fucked it up. Yep. <laughs> um, Cleaning up your wife's mistakes. Welcome to the family. Uh, and he, yeah. He got to knock himself out. He did get to knock himself out. And technically, if she made out with Hook in the past, then does he now remember making out with Emma I in the past? I don't know, because they made it sound like everything went back to the normal, except that they're now in the book. So I don't understand But they the said you travel. were Princess Leia, so clearly yeah, everything did not I don't, go back. I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't like their time travel logic in this and whatever. Um, it's... I'm surprised you didn't pick the other one I picked. Who did you pick? Snow White. Very clearly gets a win here. Because she didn't die? <laughs> Not dying is an important thing. 
also, her daughter isn't going to abandon mm-hmm. her and leave. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing. I almost put Charming on this one as well. Um, but the so the past changed. Last time she actually had the dust. This time she doesn't have the dust, and she still improvises a victory. That's true. That's true. That's kind a of a big one. deal. Okay. Yeah, like, that's good. I think Snow deserves a win for this that's one. That's good. Okay. Um. So next week we are going to do a recap of season three B, mm-hmm. and then we're going to move to three, four A. I think last time we just like didn't. We said we would talk about our questions in the recap, so we didn't talk about what we were looking for. We'll talk about our questions. We may do a deep dive in between there. We haven't decided yet. Um, I think this is actually a good time to do one since the story has changed. Yeah, no, it's going to be a recap. I think if you've been listening, you probably know how we feel about Zelina. (laughs) Not a pro Zelina podcast. This is not a pro Zelina podcast. Uh, It will be a fascinating discussion. It's going to be very different than 3A. I don't think we're going to be in as much agreement as we were in the past. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm interested to talk about what they did, what they should have done, what the fuck they're doing going forward, where we're at with the characters. I mean, a, a lot of weird stuff has changed. I mean, this is one of the more paradigm shifting seasons, despite not being my favorite. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a lot to talk about. Okay. Well, please be sure to join us next time when we do a recap of season 3B. And we will see you next time for our recap. <laughs>